Welcome to the Homeschool Loftcast, a podcast presented by the Homeschool Loft in De Pere, Wisconsin. Our goal at the Loft is to encourage parents who educate their children at home and let them know that they are both called to and empowered for the task of home-based education. At the Loft itself, we offer one-on-one consultations, book clubs and discussion groups, workshops and seminars, and a curriculum viewing library. Through the Loftcast, we extend our reach to encourage and bless homeschooling parents everywhere. We have been talking in some recent episodes with moms who homeschool in a variety of life circumstances. We had Hannah Twimala growing her family through adoption and educating kids with special needs, Missy Martins as a business owner, Carrie Ebel as a single mom, and Mary Fonts who homeschooled while serving as a missionary. And now today we welcome our friend, Sheila Hagenbotham, who homeschooled her two beautiful daughters as a working mom. Welcome, Sheila. Thank you. It's a pleasure being here. Thanks for having me. We are so glad you're here with us. Thank you. My mom's name is Sheila. And you so know? it's so near and dear to my heart. What's your middle name? Marie. That's my middle name. <laughs> That's not my mom's middle name. And well, on that note. Yeah. Yeah. But I've heard every Sheila is really amazing. It's so true, and you rarely ever meet Sheila's nowadays. Yeah, so and it's I'm really a, humble. Yeah, <laughs> totally right. Yeah. <laughs> Except for I bet she's yep. My mom doesn't spell her name this way. Mm. She's a fancy Sheila speller. <laughs> hey, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. First off, tell us a bit about your family, your husband, your kids, all the good stuff. So I am a mom of three. I have a son who just turned 30 and I have a daughter. Do I tell names and stuff like that? Sure. Do they even care? It's up to you if you Give want Give them a to. shout out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, I have a 21-year-old daughter and a 19-year-old daughter. And my husband, Brian, and I have been married for 22 years. And um, so if you did the math, my son <laughs> is from someone else um, who died when my son was three. So. Um, yeah, that's my life. Um, I don't know. Yeah, that's your happy family. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, see, I didn't know you had an older son, so. Because he was, he was older, you know, yeah. he was 11 when Jenna was born, the youngest daughter, and then he's Jacob. And then Julia was nine years. When he was. All the adults. <laughs> yeah. Adult children. And so um, when did you actually start homeschooling? Because I. I'm under the impression that was the girls. I don't know if you homeschooled Jacob at all, but I didn't. I wish I had. Mm -hmm. I think he would have thrived with homeschooling. Mm -hmm. Um, So we started homeschooling when Jenna was about two years. That's not true. Because why would we homeschool at two years old? I know some parents do, but I'm not an overachiever (laughs) like that. So did you make the decision when she was two? No, no. So Jenna has a lot of asthma and eczema and allergies and life-threatening allergies, as a matter of fact. Um, So we sent them to a private school and when they were in second, when Jenna was in second grade, she would say, mom, can I just stay home and learn at home? Because she would have so much asthma that she couldn't run and play with the other kids. Yeah. And when they're in first and second grade, that's all they want to do. And so the teacher thought she was being kind and would have Jenna stay in Mm -hmm. during recess while all the other kids would go and play and then she would choose one child to stay in with Jenna to play with Jenna because Jenna couldn't run. Mm. And, um, that other child was kind of like, wah, wah, why do I have to be picked to stay (laughs) in with you? You know what I mean? So it was not really, it it was intentionally good, but it wasn't 
good. So, um, and Jenna would miss so much school, even like in the first quarter, she missed nine days because of asthma. We did live in the country. So I don't know if the farming fields, you know, kicking up the dust and stuff would cause so much asthma and trigger that for her. But that's how, so when she asked, I was like, I don't think you can learn at home because we don't know anybody that does that. Sorry. (laughs) Yeah. And then here we are. So, um, my husband kind of initiated that and kind of helped us get going in that path and pursuing people. And I was very afraid and I was talking to other moms Mm -hmm. and they were encouraging me at the waiting pool in the summer. And they're like, you can do it. You can do it. I'll help you. And I was like, I don't really know. But what inspired me was I would ask my friends now, granted, I went to a public high school. I got into enough mischief on my own. So it wasn't (laughs) like I was a Christian my whole life. Yeah. So, um, when I ask my friends, I say, what do you remember from school? And they're like, oh, the parties. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, then I can educate my child. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> because if that's all they can remember from being in school was the partying and, mm-hmm. or the social events that took place. Well, you know, I can do this. Yeah. Isn't that a mix. thing that yeah. people really, that is what kids remember. They remember Mischief people, they remember <laughs> mischief nine times out of 10. And mm-hmm. that is not what we're shooting for. Right. You are, were an entrepreneur of sorts. I know that we, we don't know each other super duper well, but when we first met, you were really, tell us about that because some people believe they can't do those things. Sure. They think homeschooling means I have to quit every single thing about me and my passions and my desires. And it's just not so, so. Okay. So this, this goes back a little bit. I was an entrepreneur before I started doing homeschooling. Mm -hmm. Um, when my daughters were two and four or three and five, I don't know either way, they're two years apart. (laughs) Yeah. So, um, my husband's company was doing some downsizing across the board Mm. corporately. And he sadly was caught in the crossfires and he, lost his job. And when he did, I was a stay-at-home mom. Mm -hmm. And I thought to myself, my kids are just, I'm just finishing up nursing. Like Uh. I'm done being the turkey drumstick to my babies (laughs) for so long. It's time to do the story times at libraries and play dates and all that kind of fun stuff. I'm not going to get a job. So I started doing direct sales and, um, the Lord blessed it. He blessed my efforts. Um, I worked really, really hard. Let me just say like, sometimes I get too intentional and I, I zone in and I remember sadly that my husband would come to me and say, Hey, did you want to say hi to the girls today? Cause I would be so in the zone working, sure. but I also knew with direct sales. So those of you out there that are thinking about doing direct sales, I highly encourage it and can reach out to me if you want to talk about it. I'm not currently in a direct sales company, so I won't recruit you. But, um, but I really think it can be a huge blessing to work around your family's lifestyle. So anyway, all that to say, I had already been pretty successful with my direct sales company and Jenny, the reason why I was like, I wanted to recruit you. (laughs) Yeah, that's exactly it. Was that the jewelry? Was that okay? I I love that jewelry. I'm sad it's not around anymore. Yes. Yes. (laughs) So anyway, um, I was 
thankfully able to do homeschooling while I was doing that. And it was, um, a big part of what I did was I would network with other moms and just say, how can we take team together? How can I, um, co-op with you? Mm. Or I would join co-ops. And even if it's the middle of the school year, who cares? Join yeah, a co-op right. if they'll let you in, you yeah. know, yeah. um, that's, that's key because what my strengths I could do, I would do, but what my weaknesses were, which was math, um, I would. Everybody try. that gets on here says that. <laughs> really? Yeah. Right? Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Someday maybe we'll just go back and then just put all the math, like put everybody's <laughs> sentence where they said they were bad at math all oh, in one big funny. mix up. And there does have to be a homeschool mom somewhere that is good at math. I, we just haven't met her yet. So. Someone if, can make a million dollars. <laughs> if you're out there, why don't you write us and let us know if you're good with math. <laughs> right. I'm because sorry. then every homeschool mom yeah. will be writing to you. Exactly. We, we, and that we, could be her business. Hey, endeavor. I'm recruiting <laughs> sure. all math moms, recruiting math moms. <laughs> there you go. Sorry. So math wasn't your Getting strong back suit. Onto it. Yep. No, but I was intentional to find people that could supplement. Yes. And I also knew my, my weaknesses. Um, so I was not afraid to fail. I mean, yeah. hmm. amen yeah. to that. Yeah. My intention. First attempt at learning. First attempt at learning. Yeah. So my intention was to love them well, keep them healthy mm-hmm. and academics would follow. That was, that was my goal. Keep them close to Christ. That was, um, if I raised Christian children then I was a success. Mm. That was so it. good. That was it. Yeah. Keeping the first thing first, right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, um, with that, we, I did not beat myself up when we didn't do well on a day. I just called it taking a mental health day. And I really am intentional about not getting stressed. Like if I find myself getting stressed, even today, I'll just be like, it's all good. It's all good. God's not surprised. It was not like, wow, I didn't see that coming. Exactly. (laughs) So I, I, I talk those things through myself when, Mm. and I think to myself too, the reasons I would give myself grace is I would say, well, you know, Heaven forbid we were in a car accident and we were in a hospital for six months. You can't learn during those six months, right? right? So you just do what you can and you jump back in when you can. Mm -hmm. So if that means you school all year long, like I know you did, Tina, Mm -hmm. um, then that's what you do. And school looks different for everybody else. Mm -hmm. Lovely for me, school was often in a park on a blanket under a tree. Mm. I love that. Was it an apple tree? No. I always say that because we were just uh, talking about how, you know, some days it's always the push and the pull. Some days you're like, wait, we're homeschoolers, kids. Let's go put the books down. We're going to gather around the apple tree and we're just going to be free. And then the next day as a homeschool mom, you wake up and you're like, you know what? We're not doing enough math. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> then you go online, babe, we need more math books here. Okay. We need to do this. And, we, and then the next day you're like, you know, we're not going to do math because we're homeschoolers. We're good. <laughs> Such a push and pull, guys. It is. Anything yeah. goes. But you know, that whole like being intentional about not getting stressed, that was a hard thing for me to learn. I think I'm just finally getting it now. My girls are graduated, so kind of too late for them, but um, <laughs> sadly, but I did get pieces of it and it was always around math in my family too, because I'm okay with math, but my girls didn't like it. Right. Yeah. And if there was going to be a stress point in their day, it was always going to be their math lesson. And I, I started out with like, we've got to push through. And I'm like, why, 
why you're crying here. Long division is, is just kicking you today. So let's just sit on the couch. We're going to cuddle together. What do you want to do? Sometimes we didn't get back to it until the very next day, but then it was always better. I think yeah. when they, when the kids know that they matter more than the math lesson or whatever it might be. Amen to right? that. Yep. <laughs> yep. And I always think the busiest people get the most stuff done. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're, they can prioritize. So again, just to encourage you that I know in today's society, it's really hard to be living off of one income, especially with the way the world is. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's okay to take time. Mm-hmm to be intentional with what you have to do, strategize your week mm-hmm. and then do the best you can. Mm-hmm. And if you can't hit everything, I, I know that if my girls listen to this podcast, they're going to be like, mom, you were not the teacher of everything. Mm-hmm. And I'm not, I, I outsourced however I could. Yeah. Um, we joined programs, you know, that classical conversations. We did that. I love it. It was so, so valuable, not only for me, but for my kids because the moms bonded. Yep. And so I had my support group within that group. Um, I, you, you reclaimed know. your own education. Yeah. <laughs> Just say it. Yeah. Did your, did your husband take on certain parts of the academics? You know, in classical conversations, they learn Latin. So yes, he totally, ever since they were little, when they would say Tara, you know, Tara is of the earth, you know, so he would teach them words are really big to Brian. Uh-huh. And so in that world, he was very, very active. Yeah. Um, reading stories, doing things now, again, I think to when they're younger, Yeah. but I homeschooled and worked while the whole time. I yeah. mean, so my jobs were direct sales. Mm-hmm. I was a waitress. Um, just a plug for waitresses. I think if you're going to go away from your family, where can you make the most amount of money in the shortest amount of time when you're away? And so to me, waitressing, I was very intentional about it, but I loved it. Um, and I was also a caregiver of um, seniors. Here's a fun story. When we yeah. moved to Louisville for a short time, um, my husband was taking classes at the seminary. And uh, as you know, the jewelry company closed mm-hmm. or it was closing right. As I was standing amongst many boxes and I was like, Lord, that is so funny. How are we going to pay our bills? Yeah. And, um, I would not have been thinking it was funny. That's, that was, that's your personality. Sadly, that was sarcasm. Um, I was kind of like, should we go back? But clearly he helped us get there so well that we knew this is where we needed to be. But when we were down there, we ended up, I took interviewed for a position and took a position with a really great lady who was homeschooling her children. She had nine children Mm -hmm. and had some teachers in the home. And so she's like, bring your kids. They can come and learn too, if you want. So that was fun. But then her husband started campaigning for the governor. And so we got to campaign and see that whole side of things. And he became the governor and it was just amazing. Wow. That was a homeschool moment right there. Yeah. Living civics right Mm -hmm. there. That's really great. So my kids got a whole bunch of different things going on and went door to door with his kids and did campaigning and got to see the rallies and yeah, all that fun stuff. That's called socialization right there, friends, because (laughs) that is the next question that I wanted to ask you about is, so do you think your children... How were they able to socialize? They would wake up in the morning and say, mom, where are we going today? (laughs) And I was like, 
we're homeschoolers. We're going to stay home today <laughs> and you're going to study at home, which was abnormal for us because we obviously went out a lot. I'm a social butterfly. My husband's a social yes. butterfly doing direct sales. I'm networking. Um, I'm currently in a managerial position, networking, doing all that kind of stuff. So that's what they do. Um, now they they're very quiet people, maybe because mom and dad talk too much. I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, yeah. So they they enjoy socializing. And then let me just say this, because um, I'm a proud mom. I can toot their horn, right? Yes, toot it. Absolutely. Toot. This podcast is all about tooting okay. our children's horns. Okay, cool. <laughs> so here comes toot toot. Anyway, um, when my girls got older, they decided they wanted to have the high school experience as well. So we homeschooled and we went to part-time private school, um, in the area. And when they were there, they fit in so well that some of those kids remembered them from first grade and oh. kindergarten and were like, they just loved on them. Well, it was a fantastic experience. My daughters got to participate in everything, including, you know, musicals at the school. And, um, they couldn't do athletics just because that's just the world that we live in, but they did homeschool athletics. So they mm -hmm. were captain of the volleyball team. And, um, my oldest daughter was recognized as best dressed within the class and, you know, just fun stuff like that. Yeah. So yeah, they, yeah, no problems there. Not at Socialization. all. Socialization. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So such a blessing. It is. Uh, we're, we're not going to wrap up yet, but I'm just curious, what are they doing now? Because they're 19 and 21. I to ask so that too. Yeah. are okay. they entrepreneurial? Wait, <laughs> what is the word? Entrepreneurs. Yeah. Entrepreneurial. Yeah. yeah that's that the right. word. Yep. Yeah. Entrepreneur. Yeah. Whatever. So my oldest daughter is a missionary, mm -hmm. um, stateside. She loves it. She did some YWAM programs mm -hmm. and then she, okay. So like I said, they're quiet. My oldest daughter was like the lead in the musical production that was filmed because of COVID. They couldn't actually go do their travels. So she was seen by hundreds of thousands as opposed to just maybe a thousand people, <laughs> yeah. which was mortifying for her. But she said, I'll sing for the Lord. So it's lovely. She leads okay. worship. Um, and that just warms my heart tremendously yeah. because this is how shy she was. She would not sing. And when we heard her first sing from a distance on a recorded song, we didn't even recognize her voice, which is crazy yeah. because with her friends, she's crazy, going fun, laughing. But the singing yeah. thing is just too much yeah. for her to share. But yeah. she'll sing for the Lord. So mm. that is lovely. I um, love that because that's what you wanted. If they love too. the Lord, that's the main thing. And here she is. Yep. I remember whispering to her in church sometimes because she'd sing so softly. And I'd say, Julia. What if the Lord has a desire for you to marry someone that wants you, that becomes a pastor and you lead worship for him in a small country church? You Way to bring I mean? it around. So, <laughs> so, you know, and she's like, I don't know, mom, here I am. Who uh, knows? Living the dream. So, yeah. so anyway, she's, and then Jenna is, um, she is working, just bought her first car. She's mm -hmm. very excited and is talking about moving out and Thankfully, she's looking to stay around this area. Praise God, because mm. I always tease and I say, I don't believe in prearranged marriages. <laughs> However, if he's willing to live in the geographic area, yes, you can marry him. Yeah. I'm kidding. Okay. 
Yeah. Amen also, and amen. I was never for arranged marriage till I had children. And right. now it's like, hey, why not? Right. <laughs> that, that didn't work out in my case. I have right. a married daughter, as you know, but <laughs> yeah. um, that was okay too. So but she's so, around the area. So and she is at important. this point and they want to stay. So, yeah. so Julia is not in the area currently. Currently right? she's on yeah. the East coast, right. but she, so. you know, who knows where the Lord will take her next. Absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah. Not to be a Debbie Downer or anything, but here's the reality, <laughs> friends, is sometimes there are challenges in homeschooling, mm-hmm. right? Yep. And so what were some of the challenges that you guys faced as a family with, with the working thing? And then how did you kind of make it work? How did you work around that, you know? So I would have to go away for weekends for conferences and things like that or training events. Um, this is the best mom tip I can ever give you. If you have to leave, Expect your home to be a disaster when you come home. <laughs> really? Because then you'll never be disappointed. That's true. <laughs> and then if you come home and it's trash, you could be like, hey, we're having frozen pizza for supper. Yeah. Because then no one has to cook or we're taking do no. Yeah. Oh, wow. Taking Chinese, you know, there taking you all Chinese. Um, but. And if it's only semi-trash, you can compliment them for not making it that messy. Right. 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 <laughs> Kids, and- before I leave, just put some cereals in a little bag and then put them in the cupboard. <laughs> Grab the cereal. Yeah. But seriously, I had no expectations. I would just be very, very tired. Yeah. Um, so that was, that's what grieves me the most is missing that time. Um, I want to be very intentional with my kids. I wanted to be there for everything, but I wasn't. And that's the reality. And I looked at it like it's time for dad to bond with the kids. Mm -hmm. So that's good. Yeah. That was my strategy behind it. I know he made them do more chores. So it wasn't fun for them all the time because <laughs> dad's like, Oh, we're playing. Well, then we have time for work, you know, yeah. stuff like that. That, that made you more popular when you got back. Right. 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 <laughs> but, yeah. But I would say that, um, there were times when I felt like there wasn't enough time in the day, but because there was, were those windows of time when both of us were home, my mm-hmm. husband and I both, um, it was nice to bounce ideas off of him. Um, again, this goes into, I'm giving you the best parts of, of what I think will be helpful. So sure. yeah, there were times when I would be struggling and I would be thinking, gosh, I am overwhelmed. I can't keep going forward. And he would sing the Trace Adkins song to me. You're going to miss this. You're going to want Aww. this back. You're going to wish these days hadn't gone by so fast. Aww. These are the good times. Take a look around because you don't want to miss them now. Mm-hmm. And so <sighs> he was very, very helpful for that. And so it kept me grounded and would just be like, okay, I think I need to just go drive, be in my car by myself, by the water, just relax, mm-hmm. come back in an hour or two. And yeah, that's how we did it. But yeah. I don't know, academically probably wasn't a good day on those days. <laughs> yeah. It's so important that Brian did that for you because I think like our husbands have said, um, at least mine has said he wasn't as involved as he wanted to be. He, cause I mean, he was working and all these different things too, but that encouragement, right? I mean, that's for them to be our cheerleader is probably the most important thing. Yeah. So I did mention that he has a counseling background. I think Mm -hmm. when I said he went down for biblical counseling classes and, um, I always tease and say, it's like, God knew I couldn't afford a counselor 24 seven. So he gave me him. There you go. But it's also like trying to win an argument with Dr. Phil, you know, oh like, boy. and you're like, just forget it. You're wrong. I don't really care. There's no logic. I'm irrational. You're wrong. You know? Yeah. That's 
In fact, Joel went to school, not to be a biblical counselor, but he graduated from Purdue, Purdue psychology, but he also worked with kind of in the counseling thing. Right. And I remember when we were dating, sitting on the couch and of course, cause sometimes moms, we just want to have these meltdowns and yeah. I wasn't even a mom yet. Okay. I was just a wife. Women just want to have meltdowns. Yeah. Right? Like I'm just right. egging on the argument. I just need you to argue with me. Cause he's so peaceful and just loving and kind. And I literally remember one day being like, and I'm getting real guys. Okay. This is my reality coming out. I remember saying to Joel, listen, counselor, because <laughs> when you got a counselor husband, sometimes you just need to be a li- listen, counselor. Right. Let me just have it out. Yes. I could be totally <laughs> irrational. I know. But you're just going to deal. Yes. <laughs> I don't need you to fix yeah. it. Just listen. Because yeah, right? what, yeah, no, see, that's the trick of the counselor. Yes. The trick is you'll just talk yourself out of it. Right. You'll, you'll come to reason with yourself. Like, just so you know, counselor, I'm not coming to any reasons, but he's right. He would be quiet. And even that's a reality friends counselor or not husbands are just there to ground us period. Right. And if, I think if husbands not. can get that, like understand, you know, your wife will need to vent. That doesn't mean Absolutely. that you should suggest putting them in school. Right. right. It's because we all need a safe place. Does yeah. it mean your wife's crazy? Right. Right. <laughs> Everyone's crazy. <laughs> I'm crazy, but I mean, it doesn't mean your wife's crazy. Right, right. Oh, yes, indeedy. What about some of the biggest blessings that you experienced yeah, along the way? let's talk blessings. I loved being with them. Mm-hmm. I mean, like I, sadly, the the hardest part about homeschooling is letting them go. Yeah. That's Say truthfully. it again. Yeah. That is I mean, so hard. So I really struggled with um, giving them the wings. That yep. they should have. Did you cry ugly tears at the graduation ceremony like I did? Um, well, no, no, I don't think I did because it was COVID. COVID was crazy <laughs> and stressful. And so it yeah. wasn't, it wasn't the beautiful thing that everybody else. I mean, Julia's wasn't, but Jenna's was. And yeah. so, um, no, I didn't, but I, I, with my missionary daughter. Oh, having to send her off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I hate it. Which is so terrible because you know what, when we prayed to have our baby, we said, Lord, if you bless us with a child, we promise to raise her Mm -hmm. to love you. Yeah. And and yeah, and then that's what he does. I know. And then you, what do you mean? What do you mean we have to let go? Right. Let go. Okay. A 30 mile radius. Yes. (laughs) I can do that. Anyway. So selfish, but the blessings. So I loved watching them grow. Mm -hmm. I loved being able to let them deal with their own issues. And I tried really hard and I hovered, but I tried really hard not to. So like when they had an issue and of course they're having an issue with their friend who I'm good friends with that mom. Mm-hmm. And I had to step back and just not get involved with the mom because yeah. I had to let them work it out. Mm-hmm. So to watch them become beautiful. And, you know, girls, they kind of have that awkward phase. I know I did. Yeah. And we call it the angsty stage. (laughs) Tina named it the angsty stage. Yeah. And then they become beautiful young adults. Mm -hmm. Lovely. I know. know? And And to see their heart and when they profess their, their faith as adults, it's just really cool. And you almost are like, for real? Like, I mean, is that just rhetoric, what I've taught you to say, or is that really what your heart thinks? And, And when they share that, that's when I'm like, that was the goal. Yeah. The whole Cause time. you can see it when it's real. Yep. And yeah. Mm-hmm. It's always the goal. So for me, um, and I also know that if they didn't love Jesus as much as I did, or even more than what I do, um, 
that's their own journey. So, I mean, don't feel guilty as moms that maybe are struggling or don't see the fruit of that yet, because just because you don't see it doesn't mean it's not there. Exactly. Right. right? So, I mean, the promise is when they are old, right? right? So for some of them, even if they were homeschooled and you shared Christ through your home every single day, Sadly for parents, children have free will. Yes. <laughs> but they do, and they, they each have their journey, right? All have sinned and <laughs> fall short. All have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. That's the word of the Lord, and it's written in Paul. By Paul in Romans 3, 23. And that's true, because sometimes... People think, and then, you know, people who are against homeschooling, they might think that they might think, well, you're a homeschooler. Mm. What happened to your children? See, yeah. homeschooling doesn't work, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. That's what they'll twist it to be. But right. we know I, I sing that because, well, that was a little verse that we sing with the kids. Yeah. But here's the reality. The reality is we are all sinners mm-hmm. and it doesn't matter whether you're a homeschool mom, whether you're a mom who sends their children mm-hmm. to a school, it's just growing. And so let's not blame the homeschool thing. Let's not blame. Right. I think it is easier to help guide your children toward Christ if you're homeschooling because Absolutely. there's fewer distractions. Right. Yeah. And Barna Research, even they did some research several years ago that said kids from Christian families who attend public school, 85 percent of them walk away from the Lord by the end of high school. Yeah. And then private school was, you know, I don't know, 50 percent or something. Homeschool kids, 4 percent. Right. Mm. Homeschooling doesn't save, only Jesus yeah. saves. And I, but I do think we, we help the cause, right? If For we sure. can keep them home. And I remember, um, speaking of classical conversations, uh, I remember at one of the director meetings or whatever it was, I remember somebody saying, you know, it's important to let, you know, some parents are seeking, you know, they might, they might be going through something. So they're solvent is you're going to go to a private school or you're going to go to classical conversations. And I remember the gal saying, you have to let them know that classical conversations isn't the savior. Mm-hmm. Only Jesus is the savior. And so I guess that's my point, right? Yeah. Even, mm-hmm. even homeschooling, but homeschooling, yes, much better chance than, you know, you get to guide them. You get to put that into them. So good. The other blessing I think of too is, um, in, we had a walkout basement in our home at the time. And I remember having meetings with my team, my sales team downstairs. Mm-hmm. And my girls would sit on the upper corner of the stairs and watch oh. and be inspired mm-hmm. to be entrepreneurs themselves. So the challenge therein for me specifically was I tried really hard to encourage my girls to go to college. And they wouldn't have any part of it <laughs> because they know mom can be successful without a college degree yeah. and, and make something of herself. So that's lovely. Like yeah. they can be anything they want to be. And it has inspired them to, to do things independently. Like, um, Julia was fully fundraised before she even went on her missions trip. And that's uncommon. Yeah. A lot of times when you're spending a whole year's worth and that's a lot of money to raise. Mm-hmm. And she actually earned more money and was able to share it with other people so that she could bless other missionaries that hadn't made their quota or, um, goal amount so that they could be debt free that, that year. So I know that comes from a mindset of entrepreneurialism. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. and she's created her own hand-drawn stickers and sold those, um, 
out of the box thinking, you know, yeah. things like that. So no, kind of fun. And then Jenna, I know definitely is interested in sales of some kind and, mm-hmm. um, but she's a little bit quieter. And so I don't know all of her goals and it's okay. <laughs> she's only 19. So so she's, she's, yeah. just, she's developing them as she's she goes. Right? right. So, right. yeah. I think that's so true though, because we were recently talking about this with other people too, that entrepreneurial mindset I think is common among homeschool mm-hmm. families and it's a good thing, right? We can't, in a working sense, it's unwise if you're dependent on somebody else's business, yeah. right? And I also really enjoy the blessings are watching them have conversations with me about what they think is happening in the world. Mm-hmm. And even though I'm not living in the same state as my oldest daughter, we still think the same thoughts. Mm. It's still aligned with our core values, which is amazing. Yeah. And then of course, you know, my, my youngest, she is in my home. So she agrees with what we say. I mean, or, you know, <laughs> implies. So, you know, that it's, it's nice to see them become the young adults that they are. Yeah. And, um, their priorities in life still align with our core morals and values. So that's nice. For sure. Which is the whole point. <laughs> Just like you said, it's, it's really the whole point. You know, we always say this, but I mean, and I, I know it's, it's a quote and I get it wrong every single time, but the, the idea is this academics, 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 but really if you, if you could teach them anything but character mm-hmm. and that was all mm-hmm. that would be enough. Yeah. And critical right? thinking. Yeah. And critical thinking, character yep. and critical thinking, I yeah. think are big. If you've so, got those, you then have you'll have a desire yeah. to learn True. what you need to learn when you need to learn it. And yes. you'll be able to, True. right. Yes. And one of the, you know, and of course I always think back to the goal is to make them independent learners, yes. in, at least in my world. Amen. So if they didn't know the answer, they sought out the answer and where to find the answer. And, you know, I think that's huge. Mm-hmm. It is huge to have a desire to learn. Right. So, so many of us who have been to a public school who have, you know, believe these lies don't have any desire to learn. Right. Now, I think homeschooling for me, it was more about, you know, definitely reclaiming my own education. Mm-hmm. And that's really where I found this passion. And that's what we speak to mom, mom, moms and dads all the time is just learn alongside your kids. You don't have to know everything. Mm-hmm. Just show them, show them that you have a desire to learn because when you have a desire to learn, that's contagious. You can't stop it. And when they see that, that's the whole point. I mean, this is, this is why we are for homeschooling for <laughs> sure. What about any final thoughts? If you could say anything. I think, um, don't be afraid to fail. Mm. I mean. Do it. Just do it. Um, There is. When it comes to moms adding to the family income, whether that means you're doing direct sales or working at the local grocery store or whatever you need to do for your family so that you can maybe afford the extra football gear that your son wants for Mm -hmm. the football team that he wants to play on. Or, I mean, truthfully, before I did direct sales, we would never have been able to afford any kind of music lessons. Mm-hmm. Music. I mean, it was, and let me just preface by saying we didn't have a plethora of money sitting around either, but it was, we were intentional because you just make it work. Right. Mm-hmm. So, um, 
if you have to work, it's not bad. Working outside of the home is good. It teaches them independence. It teaches you self-preserverance. Um, I said that incorrectly and that's okay. You all love me anyway. <laughs> um, I couldn't say entrepreneurial. I still can't. Yeah. I don't know what it is. <laughs> um, but, but it's important to just do what is best for your family and don't let other people's words or thoughts come in and invade that mm -hmm. stand strong on what's because when I had to travel and I'd be, I would not want to get on the plane or pack my clothes because I really loved being home with my kids because I knew the time was short that I had them in my home. Um, I would tell myself, I'm doing this for my family. I'm doing this for my family. And that's what helped me mm -hmm. get out the door and do the hard things. Mm -hmm. And especially in sales, sometimes sales is scary. I'm going to encourage you, if you have a fantastic personality and someone's been telling you to get into sales, don't leave that talent mm -hmm. to the side. Use it. It can bless your family, whatever that looks like. So again, um, I don't know. I mean, there, I am grateful that I was able to stay home and provide for my family working from home. The Lord was very gracious and kind to me to bless me with fruit from my labor. So I am humbled and I am, um, I would do it again and again and again. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't change a thing. I think, you know, your desire was to be with your girls and bless your girls. And so I think God took those working times and did multiply the blessings because that was why you were doing it. Mm -hmm. Right. So, yeah. And honestly, I don't think, I think it brought our family closer together because my husband is the kind of person that, um, works well with, within our family that way that, um, while he might've felt deflated and defeated because his position was eliminated at one point, we together came, you know, as a family and did fun things throughout our life. Like I remember them going to have tuna salad sandwiches at the park or, <laughs> you know, like they'd go bowling and I'd come home and I'd be like, what? You guys did all the fun uh, stuff without me while I was at work. But that's good yes. because otherwise I would have been all of that for yeah. my kids and they wouldn't have been able to have that with dad. Yeah. So it was a blessing. Mm -hmm. And so I try to find the blessings. I try to see the positives. I, I just focus on God's sovereignty and know that he put me where I was and I did the best I could. And may God be glorified with it. I love that. Yeah. You know, what's beautiful is that every single family that God brought together is unique. Every family has been called by God on a different road. And we don't all need to fit. And so if you've been comparing yourself to somebody else, maybe another mom who you think has everything together, she doesn't. Mm -mm. Nope. She's just walking the path that God called her. You are the best mom. You are the best dad for your children. God called you to it and he will see you through it. Thank you so much for tuning in today and taking time out of your busy, busy day. I hope that you're blessed. 